0: what's going on guys mad lab here welcome to the main event breakdown brought to you by the mayo media network um very good fight coming up a lot of question marks going to be answered especially on the tj dillashaw side of things um this is a guy who obviously we don't know his situation he's been away for the game for a bit uh he got popped for epo Um, and I'll explain what that is and and the fine nuances involved with that, uh, against Corey Sanhagen, a guy who they used to actually train together. If you really look at their both of their fighting styles, they're kind of wireframed similarly. You know, they got that quirky nonstop movement, uh, very hard to lay a beat on, very hard to make adjustments. Um, so the fight's going to be very, very intriguing for me to watch because I've watched both of these guys, you know, throughout their career you know when you look at a guy like tj dillashaw it's just keeps it continues to blow me away week in and week out when you see these guys um who have maybe a blip in the radar or they're maybe popped for something one time or it's everybody just they jump off his wagon you know when tj dillashaw knocked out cody garbrandt two times in a row um you know everybody was like you know this is the man he's you know possibly the best pound for pound guy in the ufc this and that then all of a sudden he has, you know, a couple situations. One with Henry Cejudo, and then he gets popped for EPO. And now he's, you know, sub eight thousand, sitting at seventy four hundred on DraftKings. It just it kinda of boggles my mind. You know what I mean? Um so it's it just shows that it's really, really, really from the masses standpoint, it's a it's a it's a game of what have you done for me lately? And I do get it to a point. But there's a lot of people out there chirping. Things that they really don't understand about it's almost like me jumping on here talking about underwater basket weaving or, or polo or, or something like I don't know any of those things, um, you know. But one thing I do know is I understand the science behind you know PEDs and um, anatomy and physiology and kinesiology and stuff like that. So I try to educate you know my people on you know the the ups and downs and the do's and don'ts and the pros and cons of them. Um, you know, first you got to understand what EPO is, which a lot of people just don't. Um, they categorize every steroid as a you know performance enhancing drug that's going to make you into a Superman, which it does not. Um, there is no magic pill. There is n- uh, no injection. There's nothing that you can take that can completely transform and flip your genetic code to being the person, an extremely different person, or just change you completely as an athlete. It just it does not happen that way. In something like bodybuilding, which I don't consider a sport. Um, You know, I understand that these guys are taking massive amounts of drugs um, and they are actually flipping their genetic code in a sense. You can get a guy that's 140 pounds and you can flip him into 200 pounds. That I get, but that doesn't take athletic ability. That just takes the balls to take that many drugs. Um, You know, in something like this where, you know, what is EPO? So pretty much what EPO is, it's, you know, it's, it's formulated in your kidneys, right? So what it does is it regulates your red blood cells. Um, and if you're taking it from a performant, then what do they give them? You know, They give them to patients, they give them to people with serious anemia issues, they give them to people with uh, failing kidneys. Now when you're cutting weight and cutting weight and cutting weight, there is a situation where yes, you could become anemic and you can have kidney issues because let's, let's face it, you're cutting and you're drawing that much weight out of your body. So it will cause issues. It's not an excuse why he took EPO. I never buy a, a fighter's excuse why they took a PED. I didn't know it was in one of my supplements. Look at John Jones. Everybody, let's put it this way. Let's just use John Jones as an example. All the fucking shit that he's been through, you know, with the uh, picograms and all that. Everyone's still on the boat for him being the greatest of all time. And if you guys are going to sit here and you're going to think to yourself that, majority of the fighters that you watch and you enjoy has not touched a PED or have done something to kind of angle themselves in an advantageous position that probably they shouldn't have, you're mistaking. You're absolutely mistaking. If you think some of these guys in the UFC just because they're tested negative are actually not on gear or on something, you're mistaking. If you don't think like guys like Francis Ngannou and Joel and, 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 uh, Romero and Paulo Costa and these guys have never touched gear, you're mistaking. Okay, so this kid got popped one time for EPO, which basically what it does in a you know, performance standpoint, um is it will shuttle because like i said your red blood cells carry oxygen so the 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 red blood cells will shuttle oxygen to your muscles which what does that do in turn it helps you with your very better cardio output it does help you with recovery which is huge uh you know when you're in a traumatic situation you're grappling and you're boxing you're doing all these things all the time it will help you recover a little bit quicker so you can go the next day or the next couple days uh, and have good training sessions um But it's not going to flip TJ Dillashaw as an athlete. It's not going to, it doesn't erase all the things he's done in his career, you know, from a collegiate level with wrestling and for, it, it just doesn't, it doesn't erase all those things. You know, um, he, he was popped. He paid the consequence, and now he's back. If he loses this fight, he's not losing this fight because he is no longer on EPO. So get that out of your head. Like, if people are saying that, like, oh my God, well, if he loses this fight, he, his whole career was was EPO and, and, and PEDs, and that's why he's no longer who he is, that's a f- false. If he loses fights, because TJ Dillashaw does have a minor durability issue, which he does, um, he always has had a durability issue. He would come back and win fights, but... As you get older, if you're getting put on skates more and more, it becomes more traumatic. Um, So that's where TJ loses this fight. If he loses this fight, PEDs does not give you a better chin. PEDs does not help you, um, you know... um, become this cast iron guy it just doesn't if you have a bad chin and you have durability issues you have a bad chin and you have durability issues i don't care how many if, and if that's the fact if you guys think or people out there think that steroids will flip up an athlete and make you into this different person that by all means bodybuilders should be the greatest fighters the greatest athletes in, in, in the world because they're taking the most drugs you know and that's just not the case so you know You guys got to get that out of your mind that, that, you know, if he loses this fight, it made TJ who he was. It's not the case. Uh, When you look at it from a DraftKings perspective, both of these guys, I mean, they really, really, you know, uh, do well when it comes to, you know, their um, current market values and, and such like that. You know, TJ Dillashaw sitting at 7,400, hit 100 plus points, 6 of 10 times, um, you know, current market value, 7 of 10. That's 70%, 60%. That's fantastic. Sitting at 7,400, there's a lot of clear value there. Uh, Sanhagen, 8,800, 100 plus points, 4 of 8, current market value, 7 of 8, same thing, 70%. Uh, you know, I'm picking TJ Dillashaw on this fight just for the mere fact that I, you know, I understand he's a timing fighter, you know, and that, that layoff can affect him. Um, But he's not a type of kid to rest on his laurels. I just know that about his personality. I know that about his his, mental toughness. He's not home. He's not fucking eating. He's not sitting in the pool and just doing nothing. This kid has been training and training and training. Uh, He called for this fight. Um, It's not like they said, all right, you're going to come back. We're giving you Sanhagen. He's the one who called for this fight. Uh, He's a very intelligent fighter. He's very cerebral. Sanhagen on the flip side, the same thing, right? This is the kid who was coming up. He had a blip in his radar against Aljamain Sterling. Um, you know, but they both see something in each other that obviously they think they can expose. They trained with each other. I just think when you've got two men coming to work and they both have a bag and, you know, this guy to the right, which is TJ Dillashaw has seen more, has seen more styles, has, has been in the bright lights a lot more, still in the right age frame, still, you know, has a lot more to give in the sport he can reach into that bag and he can grab a little bit more tools when 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 shit goes you know into into the darkness when shit when they have to jump into the fire san hagen has plenty of tools there has plenty but i just think when it comes to this fight somebody like tj dillashaw understands that every single round he can be a completely different fighter and you're going to have to adjust to that that's if it goes that long he's got to last You know, but he can come out and he can give you a look. Where in the second round, Sanhagen has to come out and say, "Well, listen, I got to adjust to that." And then when he adjusts to that, T.J. Dillashaw shows him a completely different look. I just think the longer this goes, T.J. has the more looks, understands how to make the adjustments. Even when he doesn't need to adjust, he adjusts. It's going to be all about this. It's going to be all about T.J. Dillashaw's chin. If T.J. Dillashaw can withstand, you know, the 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 um what sanhagen is shelling out to him i just think he's the better fighter right now i think tj dillashaw is the better fighter sanhagen is the fresher fighter but i think tj is the better fighter from a betting standpoint i would not bet this fight uh if you're going to bet this fight i would look for select books and maybe do over one and a half outside of that i think it's a fight you got to sit down because a lot of question marks need to be answered on both sides um it's going to tell a lot about Corey. it's going to tell a lot about tj uh where is tj right now is he the same fighter um after a two-year layoff not for the epo or the PEDs. the two-year layoff um you know peds are a big mental thing especially in fighting you know if he was on this stuff um you know for that reason and not for the anemic reason uh is he going to be mentally strong enough to say well i don't really need that no more i'm going to be fine in the fourth and fifth round That's where it boils in. It doesn't really boil in so much in a physicality standpoint. Um, And as far as Sanhagen, we're going to have a lot of questions answered. This is without a doubt to me, the best fighter he's ever faced. Uh, If he passes this with flying colors, then this kid has completely arrived. Uh, So it's not a fight that I would really take my hard-earned money and throw it at and just pick a side. I'm picking TJ, but I'm not going to be shocked if Corey wins. Um, You know, so I think the safest bet, um, if you can find it at a book... Um, that you use it would be over one and a half outside of that I probably would not touch this but this is going to be a great fight enjoy the fights and I'll see you soon